Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Relevance for Today. This is the final episode of the seven-part series on Bible verses. Okay, important Bible verses, awesome Bible verses, amazing Bible verses, my favorite Bible verses, and yours as well. So thank you so much for tuning in, and it's been a blast doing this. Thank you for all of the feedback. It's been great to hear from you all. Thanks for tuning in. For those who are new, thank you for joining us on the show. This is part seven, so that means you got six episodes to go back and watch. And uh, it's been a blast doing this. There's 66 books in the Bible. These are just a taste of some of the Bible verses in there that are powerful. But remember, in these Bible verses, make sure you read the entire chapter. But in this case, this is just a sample platter to help encourage you to step into the Word, to cause you to go deeper in the Word to help you realize how much you can relate in your spirit realm, in the spirit, in the spirit realm, in your spirit, man, how you can relate more to the word of God and how you'll read some of these things or you're listening to me read some of these and you're actually feeling in your spirit, man, you're just feeling like I'm getting this urge, this nudge. I need to read that word. I need to read that passage that Steve read to me. I need to read more about this Jesus who saved my life, about the Holy Spirit, about Heavenly Father God. You know what I mean? So we're going to jump right in and uh, cover these last verses. And like I said, once again, thank you so much. Really appreciate you all. It's a blessing to be able to do what I do and reaching you all around the world and all the different countries. We're in every country in the world, which is a blessing. Even if there's like one person in China, you know, a couple were in Russia. So getting downloads all around the world. So that's such a blessing. And uh, thank you so much. We're in all the continents, put it that way. Okay, so jumping right in. Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So I love this verse because it reminds me when I ran the food pantry, it reminds me of when mom and dad used to take us down to the city and we would go and give out soup and bread and hot drinks, hot cocoa, hot tea or whatever to people who were homeless to help them out, especially in the colder months. And uh, like it says, so what did people see? They saw mom and dad's light shining. They saw the love of Jesus, right? If you give something, like when I ran the food pantry for 13 years, you give something to someone and they don't say to you, oh, if I didn't have, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have this. But they look at you and go, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending them this way. That's what you want. You don't want people pointing their finger at you, but you want people to see the light shining through you so that they will look to God. Make sense? In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. They're thanking God for you being on their doorstep, being the hands and feet of Jesus. 
Isn't that awesome? Keep that in mind. Matthew 5, 16. Galatians 6, 9 is such an encouragement for all of us. It really is. If you're in ministry, this is an encouragement for you, no matter what you're doing. The food pantry, preaching from the pulpit, prophesying, evangelizing, whatever it might be. This is important. Running a ministry of any type takes a lot of work. It can get lonely. You can get weary. You can be scraping for volunteers in the whole nine yards. But there's all kinds of things that come with that. Even your regular walk ministry is, is taking care of your family at home. But either way, Galatians 6, 9 is for all of us. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. If you are doing the Lord's work, being a parent, running a ministry, congregation, whatever it might be, there's going to be some roller coaster rides. But the amazing part is, if you don't grow weary in doing good, at the proper time, you'll reap a harvest, whatever it might be. It might just be people coming up and saying, thank you so much for what you did for us. It really blessed me. Or it might be someone like at the food pantry who told me, Steve, what you brought here was not just a regular food pantry. You brought community. And that encouraged me in a mighty way. Because there were days it was it was tough going. It was tough work. But at the end of the day, the harvest, the harvest was the blessings of people sharing their testimonies about how much fun they had being a blessing to help other people and the thankfulness and the tears being shed and the gratefulness. So just remember that. Galatians 6, 9, very encouraging passage of Scripture. Amen. Acts 1, 8. Love this one. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Powerful, powerful passage. Jesus talking to the apostles, right? And the disciples, they went in the upper room. They waited for the Holy Spirit to be poured out on them. Gift of the Holy Spirit, bam. They got baptized in the Holy Spirit they immediately, Peter went from being the guy who always had his foot in his mouth to being a man standing in front leading thousands to Christ. That's powerful. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit is right there. When the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be a witness, and of course being a witness, being a mouthpiece, you're a speaker, you're showing people by your walk and your talk, people see you and they're like, okay, that guy right there, he's got something in him more than just the regular people. He's coming in and he's bringing an anointing in the place. The atmosphere changes when these people are here. Ground-shaking, earthquaking anointing from the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? Yes. Acts 1-8. Okay. And, of course, I encourage you to read the entire book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Great book written by Luke. Of course, it was a letter, another letter. But Dr. Luke wrote it, and it's powerful because it talks about all the actions that were taken after Christ went to be with the Father. Baptism of the Holy Spirit was poured out. Boom. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Ground-shaking, earthquaking, evangelism, healings, persecution. But the word of the Lord was spread. Powerful. Book of Acts. Make sure you read the entire thing. Read all the books of the Bible, to be honest with you. 
John 15, 5, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Bam. That is the truth. I could not do what I'm doing. In fact, if I turn the regular lights on and pan, you'll see a regular basement down here. But in this area is a studio. And I thank God for that. And that's being in line with the Holy Spirit. And the fruits being shown. I think we had uh, for the month of August, for the month of August, a thousand downloads. I think that's one of my biggest months I've ever had where I had a thousand downloads. And that's not including people watching and listening on other channels, but what registered at Libsyn was a thousand downloads. That's like a thousand people being in a room if it's all different people downloading it. But the bottom line is the fruit is seeing what's coming from it. The people writing me in private, people are writing me in private and sharing things that are blessing me. They're just saying, hey, listen, I just want you to know your messages are touching me. They really mean a lot. Keep up the good work. That to me is encouragement. That's a blessing. And I thank God for that. So connect with the Lord. He's the vine. We're the branches. If we remain in him, he'll be in us, right? will bear fruit. You'll see a fruit. Romans 8, 39, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Powerful. That's one of those, boom. That's one of those, hey, listen, you ask Jesus Christ into your life and you live for the Lord, you're not going to be separated from him. That's one of those where you slam the Bible down, kind of like a drop the mic type thing. That was a drop the mic moment right there. The Apostle Paul wrote, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's beautiful. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Doesn't that make you want to just seek after the Lord? It makes you want to say, tell me, tell me, I want to know. I want to know what I can't search for. I don't know these things. Tell me, show me. And so that's what will happen. Some people see him in visions, dreams. Some people see things with their eyes wide open. It's like a prophetic gifting almost where the Holy Spirit will show you something in someone or the Holy Spirit will show you something in yourself or which way you're supposed to go. You're praying about it. It's like I did the 21 day fast in the beginning of, uh, of the year. And, uh, I had things written down in my diary, things about relationships, family, and different things like that. And the awesome part is all these things were opened up and things happened. God put things in order. God placed things in order. Doors were opened for us. Relationships were made stronger and so forth. And it was such a blessing because I was able to go back in my journal and go, Barb, look, here's what I put in my journal on these days. Here's the things that have come to pass. This is amazing. God is answering prayer. God is showing us the unsearchable things that we don't know. And he's answering things for us. And that's what that's like. And that's what I get out of that verse. Now, you might read it and you're going to say, whoa, call to me, I will answer you. Oh, yeah, I called on the Lord and he answered me and I heard him. Yes. You know, that's what's neat about digging in the word. And like I said, this is just a sample platter. This series is a sample platter of showing you what's in the Word of God, how you can relate, 
What can you relate to it to your life? How will the Holy Spirit speak to you? Hebrews 11.6 And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Remember that, and everything will be added unto you, right? Have faith. Anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists. Anyone who takes a breath must believe that oxygen exists, that air we're breathing in that you can't see, right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God because you won't believe in him. You won't believe in Jesus Christ. You won't believe in the Holy Spirit. You won't believe any of them even exist if you don't have faith. So Hebrews 11.6, it's a good one. Proverbs 4.23, you've heard this many times. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. It's kind of like hearing the tongue, right? Be careful what you say. Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. For everything you speak out of your mouth flows from it, right? For out of the heart, the mouth speaks. You've heard that said before. So you speak in love. You check yourself before you wreck yourself, right? You get a checkup from the neck up. <laughs> but seriously, though, you will know people by the way they speak. You can see what's coming from their heart. When it's deep down and hurtful and hateful, you can see it. You can feel it. You'll feel it in your spirit when you're around people like that, and you'll know their heart's not right. They need Jesus. So Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Powerful. And that's it, folks. That's the last one I wanted to share. And the reason why, I mean, I could do John 3.16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. John 3.17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn, his wor to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. But you already know those ones. You've heard those ones many times. Yes, powerful verses, amazing verses. In fact, that's the verse, John 3.16. I always love sharing 3.17 as well for those that think they have to condemn everybody. But staying focused on the Word of God. And there's so many different passages. There's so many verses, folks. It's like putting on the whole armor of God. It breaks it down in Ephesians 6. That's another one. Read the entire chapter of Ephesians 6, Colossians chapter 3, where it talks about living a Christ-like life. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, as I mentioned before. Reading the entire book of Genesis, reading the accounts of Joseph and everything he went through, and how what the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for good. You know, the story of Joseph. God gives him a dream. He shares the dream with his family. His family turns against him. His brothers do anyway. He was the favored son. And it went from there. That's in Genesis. Make sure you read that. You know, reading about Noah's Ark, being faithful for a hundred years, building a boat that no one knew what a flood was. Building a boat, being ridiculed by people and so forth. You know, they say that in the end times, it's going to be like the days of Noah. People are against each other, turning, backbiting the whole nine yards, the craziness. But no matter what we're going through in this world, folks, remember, turn to the Word of God and read it. 
you're going to have your go-to scriptures. And I recommend, as I said in the Bible study one, is make sure you get yourself one of those highlighters that doesn't bleed through your pages and you can go in and highlight. Some of my books are so marked up. Um, somebody said to me one day, you're going to have the whole thing colored. But what it is, is I go in and I'll read it a different time and I'll read the same passage of scripture and all of a sudden I find another section. I'm like, whoa, I did not realize that Jesus snuck away from the crowd and they couldn't find him that time when they went to kill him. Boom, highlight that. You know, different things like that, going through and underlining things and taking notes and learning about, you know, reading in Revelations, how it goes back from you can start in Revelations, but you'll end up in Matthew and Mark, and it goes back and forth. And you go on these little rabbit trails and nugget trails, and it's just exciting. And you've got a journal, and it's full of notes, and you're learning these verses. And you'll find out that sometimes the Holy Spirit will help you bring back a verse that you've read in a situation where you're sitting there with someone. You're like, oh, my gosh, that reminds me of this, 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 and this. Like I went to the uh, Maranatha Revival uh, meeting. So I went there for the camp for the summer. And it was uh, three days, I think. Three or four days. Had an amazing time. And uh, got together. It was a prophetic weekend. Prophetic week. I was able to teach. I was one of the teachers I taught on podcasting. Christian podcasting. So it was really exciting. But in that... You know, I'm sitting there, you're sitting in the pews. And what's awesome about the prophetic gift is when the Holy Spirit's moving, the prophetic gift can be poured out on anybody. Doesn't mean you're a prophet, but the prophetic gifting can come out. And you're sitting there, and I was sitting there, and someone was describing something, and they took the pastor, and they had his two brothers, one on each side. A guy had a vision, and he said, I see your family holding you up. And they're on both sides supporting you and carrying you through the call and da-da-da. And that whole time I'm sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, that reminds me of when Aaron, Aaron and Joshua, I believe it was Joshua. I'm going to get it all messed up now. But Aaron and Joshua were holding up Moses' arms or it was her, one or the other. And they're holding up his arms in a battle. And every time Moses' arms were raised, the Israelites were winning the battle. But every time his arms started getting lowered because he was getting tired, they would lose the battle. So the guys lifted his arms up to help win the battle. And I pictured that, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I pictured that vision. And then you start trying to think of the scripture because you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. Holy Spirit, what's that scripture? But there's a time and place for everything. It wasn't a time for it that time. But there's been other times where, for me personally, the Holy Spirit will show me something or give me a word. Barb and I were praying over someone, and my wife has a gift of prophecy. So she's prophesying over someone. We were ministering at a church, and then I was standing there. I always let her go first because you honor the gifts. And I had got done preaching. There was an altar call, and she started prophesying over a young man, and I was standing there, and eyes closed, and I was just focusing on, Holy Spirit, do you have anything for me to share with this young man? And I only got one word, and it was pastor. So when Barb got done prophesying, I just looked at him and I said, <clears throat> I only have one thing. Pastor, I'm supposed to speak that over you. You're, a, you, I see a pastor. And so 
we went on and ministered to other people. And then when we were done, I had to preach two services. So we had two altar calls and we ministered to people to both of them. We were completely exhausted and we got done. We went out to eat and I looked at the pastors and I said, okay, how, how did we do? Were we off on anything? Let us know because we're learning. I truly believe in being teachable and I'm not one of these guys that comes in and if I'm um, asked to preach or whatever, where I think I'm all that in a bag of chips, because it's not about me, it's about the Holy Spirit. And I want to make sure I'm not getting in the way. And so what ended up happening is I said to him, so we spoke to a young man and I kept getting the word. The only word I would get from the Holy Spirit was pastor. And I saw him as a pastor standing there. And Barb had said something to him too similar, but she didn't mention pastor. She was just talking about she's seen him as a leader and things like that. And then the pastor looked at me and goes, okay, let me tell you something. Nobody knows this yet, but the leadership. He doesn't know, his parents don't know, but we're actually going to be training him up to be the youth pastor. And it made me feel really good because it was like, okay, I was right on point. The Holy Spirit, of course, was speaking through me, but it wasn't Steve Lewis getting in the way. And that's what it's all about, that whole relationship and becoming one. You know what I mean? Being the hands and feet of Jesus, getting in the word, learning the scripture, reading these passages. And like I said, as you're reading the word of God, all of a sudden you're starting to relate to people and you can see certain things happen and a verse may come up or Holy Spirit will remind you of a verse. Holy, Holy Spirit will show you a vision or something. And that's what I see. I see a vision. I see visions um, where I'll see something taking place. So then when it's my turn to speak, we've prayed over people. I will share a certain thing and there will be other people that will step up and confirm it. And But it's getting in the word. All these things come into play when you focus first on the word of God. You focus on Christ. You focus on our Heavenly Father. Remind yourself the Holy Spirit's within you, and you stay focused on that, the foundation. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Word of God, getting in it, reading it, meditating on it, worshiping, praying. Trust me, doors will open, your life will be changed. Getting into the Word, reading these verses, getting some life verses written down, like 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, you know, Galatians 5, 22, 23, the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, getting those verses in your spirit and, and just reminiscing on those, thinking about those, you know, thinking about Joseph, thinking about the book of Acts, thinking about different things like that. Like, for example, Eutychus in Acts chapter 19, young man, you know, pastor of Paul's preaching, young man falls out of a three-story window, but the cool part is they go down, raise him from the dead, go back upstairs and keep going. And Paul keeps preaching through the night like it's no big deal because they're used to that. Those things you're reading, don't just read it and say, oh, he fell out the window, huh? No, but go, whoa, this guy fell out the window. Nobody freaked out and screamed and ran out of there. They went down. In fact, Paul laid across him, it says, laid across him, healed him. He got healed by the Holy Spirit. And they all went back up, broke bread, kept going all night through. That's powerful. But reading that in the Word of God, it really helps you get those life passages down. Get your life verses. 
Go through, read. You'll know when you'll find a life verse because it'll just resonate with you. It'll just be something that'll almost break you down and make you cry, or it's going to part the ways, you know, with that two-edged sword, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I've got to make sure I remember to love others. Got to make sure I remember Matthew. You know, 633, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, like I said before, remembering those powerful verses. John 10, 10, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus came to give life and life abundantly and so forth. So you get those verses in there and you've got those in your life verse notebook or your little journals and things like that. Things are going to come up and you'll be sitting back and all of a sudden you get a bubbling up and be like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. God said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I know I can get this done. I'm going to pass this test. I've been studying for three days straight. I'm going to do it. You know, and you just go through there like that. So I just wanted to share these verses with you folks. These are just a tip of the iceberg because there's plenty, but these are one. These are ones that I'm really excited about. Wanted to share. Wanted to do some episodes. Got a series done that I can bundle together down the road, and people can just download the whole series off of Spotify or whatever. But the goal is to help you get into the Word because that is so important. I don't want you just to go on Sundays and rely on somebody else to read the Word of God to you, if they even read the Word to you. You know, some sermons might be 2% Bible or 10% Bible, and the rest is talking. I don't know which church you go to. But the bottom line is getting in the Word on your own, learning how to feed yourself, getting out of the high chair, getting up to the table and eating some meat, getting in the Word, letting it flow through you so you and I can get out here and be the men and women of God we're supposed to be. The world needs to see the light of Jesus Christ. Amen? Hey, let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for being able to record this series on Bible verses. I thank you so much for equipping me through my mentors, through my dad and my mentors. And I just thank you so much for the drive you've given me to get in your word, to be a teacher, to evangelize, to be an evangelist, be out here evangelizing the nations, and training people up and all that good stuff. But I thank you so much for all the opportunities. I just pray for all my listeners and watchers out there. They'll be able to just step up to the plate, be who you called them to be, give them the strength, the encouragement they need to be the men and women of Christ you call them to be. I just thank you for them all and love them all. Thank you so much. We love you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning into this episode to this entire series. Truly is a blessing. Thanks for your feedback. Don't forget to share with friends and family and a stranger. Apple Podcasts, leave me a rating. Leave me some comments. Spotify as well. Even Audible Books, I think, has where you can leave comments. I'd love to hear from you folks. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, Stephen Lewis Relevance for today. You should be able to find me that way. If you can't, let me know on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching. Love and appreciate you all. Get in the word. Share it with others. Let's grow together. Hey, God bless. Love you. Peace. <laughs>